Hi, welcome to Eliza starting at 16, where I am here to explain what is going on in the world of teenagers. So this week I'll be discussing a misconception, something I'm done with, something I'm obsessed with, and something I'm stressed about, because I'm always stressed about something. So I will start out with the misconception, which is about Instagram, another social media thing, because they keep changing. So Instagram is something widely known for being artistic, somewhere where you post your artistic photos of what you're eating, where you are, how you look, you know, selfies, all that good stuff. But something that I think a lot of people don't know about, that's a phenomenon, at least in my school, my city, is a Finsta, which is basically a fake Insta, which is a really private Insta that you only let your real friends see. And that comes off sounding kind of inappropriate as you know, my mom said, she was like, you better watch what you post on that. But really, it's more like here are ugly photos of myself, here are screenshots of funny texts I have. It's just the expectations for that are a lot lower. I don't really know if, if what I'm talking about is something widely done. So maybe I'm just speaking for my own area. But I've more and more people only have like 20 followers on them when, you know, maybe in real life they have thousands of followers. Um, it's just something that's really like if you know what's going on in someone's life, you probably follow their Finsta. Some people, you're not going to let them do it. And other people, you're like, you let them follow you? And it's, um, I don't use Snapchat, as we know. And so a lot of my energy is like funneled into that, which actually is nice because then if you post something funny, it's like, hey, it's there for the record. Um, and I also don't really use an Instagram like artistically because sort of the same reasons about Snapchat. I feel like stressed out. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, did that get enough likes? What's my ratio? People often, or I guess not so much anymore, but when we were younger, people would often talk about ratio, like your ratio of followers to how many people you're following. So I just kind of don't stress about the Finsta stuff. And I gotta say, it is some of my best work. (laughs) Um, At my New Year's party, which I will talk about later, a lot of people came up to me and said my Finsta was a highlight, which is the greatest compliment I've ever gotten because I work hard for that finsta everything i see that i find funny is going on the finsta and it brings joy to my life you know something that people stress about is like who do you let follow you um because it's really like people that i don't maybe talk to but are like in my social circle it's always up in the air who you let follow but i don't really stress about it um because i'm pretty open as a person anyway i don't really care if people know my business I've been called an overshare at times. Um, so just to get a feel for, you know, what a Finsta is like, my username on it is Eliza Poopin, which I know is ridiculous, but it's like the whole thing is just kind of a big joke. So people have names like puns on their names or random things that don't have don't have anything to do with their names. My mom just asked me if I would. She was like, oh, a, f- a Finsta. Can I can I join that? Can I follow that? And I was like, uh, no, no way at all. I mean, that's not because it's like inappropriate, but you don't want your mother following your Finsta. Um, So I'm scrolling through my thing right now and it's basically screenshots of funny texts, screenshots of posts, you know, like things you find online. Here's a picture of my face because I look weird. Here's an old photo. My dog lost a tooth. Here's a photo of the tooth. Sometimes people post rants. As I'm looking through it, there are a lot of selfies, but they're not attractive selfies. And that's an example of something you often get. Some people post just like videos of themselves looking around the room because I don't know why. Things of parties that looked ugly. I post a picture of myself at a party that was just hideous. And who do I care about seeing that? Not the people who follow my Finsta because they're all my friends and they're not going to like judge me, hopefully. 
Um, so that is a Finsta. I honestly have no idea if this is a widespread thing. So if you have any ideas, please comment on that on iTunes or SoundCloud because I have truly no sense of whether this is widespread or just my little city. So that is a Finsta. Very, very funny. And I would say 10 times the energy that I would have been putting into Snapchat or Instagram is going into this because I love it. What I am done with is another social media thing, which I think actually as a group we've been done with for a long time, which is anonymous online things. So when I was in middle school, I would say like seventh or eighth grade, there was a website called um, Ask FM or something about spring, Ask Spring or something weird like that, um, where basically you would create an account and the, the premise was that people would anonymously ask you questions. So instead of anonymous answers, it was anonymous questions. So anyone could ask you anything and you were just supposed to answer it. So people would often be like, oh, who do you like? Or what do you think of this person? And you wouldn't know who had asked it. So if your name is Jim, you're going to say, what do you think of Jim? Because you just want to understand what they think of you without having to put yourself out there. Or people would be like, oh, I think this person is so pretty, don't you? And they're talking about themselves. Often that was a great way to get your feelings hurt. Because, well, I mean, I wasn't really allowed to have one, and I'm probably lucky that I didn't. You know, there was a period of time where I had a crush on this kid, James, and, of course, he and the person he was, like, you know, quote-unquote, going out with at the time both had those, so I was constantly looking at it and being like, gosh, like, everyone's asking them questions about each other, why am I not in there? Or, you know, you would search your name on it to see if anyone had asked anything about you. A really popular thing was, like, who do you think are the top five prettiest girls in the grade? And you would just be crushed if you weren't on it. But if someone in an older grade was asked, who do you think are the top five prettiest seventh graders? You would look at it and hope your name was on there and it was like the best thing in the world if it was. So I guess that continued in when I was a freshman, a bunch of I think juniors had like a joke one. So they would answer really snarky things and they would pretend to be each other answering. And we all thought it was like hilarious, but also everyone was kind of some people are saying really obnoxious answers, but you don't know who it is. And so you can't really blame anyone. So it's one thing to not know who's asking, but it's another thing to not know who's asking or who's answering. So that was a really, really stressful thing that really hurt a lot of people's feelings because something about that anonymity, which my mom was always, always telling me, there's no such thing as online anonymity, which often was true because you would find out who had been running what, who was really answering these questions, and even worse, who was asking because people would spread rumors or maybe truths about who had asked what, and that could be really embarrassing if people found out that you had asked a question about yourself or said something mean about someone you were supposed to be friends with in a question. So that was just a really great way to get your feelings hurt. While I say that that's not really a thing anymore, something that was pretty recent was this app called After School, which um, basically, if you know what Yik Yak is, it was kind of like that, where it's a forum for a certain place. So for us, it was our school where you had to prove on Facebook that you went to the school, so you had to say where you go, and then it would let you into that, like, forum. Um, And what it basically what it was is you would anonymously make comments. And it wasn't, like, directed at anyone. It wasn't like you get an account. It was just, like, anonymously you say, I think so-and-so is hot, or I hate this person, or jokey things like, oh, I would love to whatever, marry this person, or have you seen this person's, I don't know, whatever it was. They weren't really mean so much as they were jokey, but you always wondered, like, who had said this, and is this serious? Like, I read stuff about myself that was like, oh, are Liza and Jake still dating, or I would love to, I don't know, (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. Some of them were kind of inappropriate. And you always wondered, like, who is actually saying this? Is this someone I know? Is this actually making fun of me? Nobody really could get it straight. And that was quickly shut down because our school found out about it. And there were rumors about, like, lawyers doing something with it. It's never really clear what's true and what's not when it comes to um, people saying that you're in trouble for something. But we all immediately deleted it and we're like, oh my gosh, we can't be caught with this. Like, what is going on? So that was like maybe two days. Two days, I think, was that running running time for that one. So it got shut down before anyone could be really offended by it, as far as I know. So hopefully that's the end of like the kind of anonymous things because usually you don't end up being satisfied with the answers. There's like a one in a hundred chance that you're going to get the answer you want. And if you're going to get that answer, you might as well just hear it in person. I'm sure it's better that way. So now what I'm obsessed with, which is, if you recall, I was recently discussing how I wanted a piercing, a second one, the one above the one in your earlobes. So I have a cartilage and I've got the earlobes, but then I wanted one above my earlobes on both ears. And while I was in Missouri for Christmas, um, I kept asking my dad and I kept asking my mom and both of them somehow refused to talk to me about it and stonewalled me. And finally, I got really frustrated and I got and I was like, you guys are ignoring me and I don't feel good about being ignored this way and it's not going to go away. So we might as well discuss it. And so finally, after a period of um, thorough discussion, a mild stress probably, I would say, stress-fueled freak out. I finally got it like a week ago before New Year's. And so now I have two piercings on my lobe and one in the cartilage, which my grandmother said when she saw me, she was like, so you think that looks good? And my grandfather (laughs) said yesterday to me about the cartilage one, what is in your ear? But such is life. He also asks me about like, so you, you pay to have rips in your jeans? That's So, you know, not everyone approves, but here we are, and I'm very grateful. On my mom's show, on her podcast, she does gold stars as something somebody did that week that was good. So my gold star is to my parents for finally letting me, (laughs) for finally letting me get the piercing because I'm so psyched about it. I got compliments. I posted a picture of it on my Finsta. I was like, look, I got matching things and blah, blah, blah. And I'm freaking out about it. And I posted pictures. I posted pictures of myself when I wasn't getting it. And I was like, my parents won't have discussions with me about this. So, you know, there's a little (laughs) taste of Finsta stuff. So basically, I am beyond thrilled. And it doesn't even hurt that much. And I just am so hyped that I get this. So something I am stressed about, speaking of New Year's, is, well, I'm not stressed about it anymore. But there was a period where I was, which was New Year's plans as I'm sure is like highly relatable for most people who celebrate New Year's Eve, I was stressed for a multitude of reasons, which is, you know, number one, a lot of my friends were away for New Year's because, you know, that's what people do over break. So I was like, what is going to happen? Like, what if I just don't have anything to do? What if everyone goes to a party and I don't find out about it in time so I can't go or I'm not invited, blah, blah, blah. What if someone I don't know has it so I'm not invited? It was just all stressful and there's so much hype around it that it was really like once Christmas is over leading up to New Year's, I was kind of in panic mode even if I didn't exactly show it to my parents Um, because I think I didn't mainly because I wanted them to say yes, um, which eventually they did, although they were stressed about my going out because it's a dangerous night, a lot of drunk people, I'm a girl. The tradition, just to explain in my family, is... Most of the time for New Year's up until, you know, this point, it's been you go over to my grandparents' house, cousins are there, 
they sleep over. But I was just kind of like, I, I'm sorry. I just would rather do something else this year because I am 16. And I feel that that is the appropriate thing to do. And of course, it was the appropriate thing to do. And I had a blast. I didn't abandon them because I stopped by and I said hello and I brought the dog. And at which point my grandmother informed me that I should probably zip up my coat when I walked outside because she also was worried about New Year's being a dangerous night, as was my grandpa, as were the doormen, and as was my father. So basically everyone was worried because of New Year's. It's not because I'm like a sketchy kid. It's because it's New Year's. But um, actually a lot of my friends said that their parents were stressed too. So no blame there. I get it. If my sister were going out on New Year's when she was a junior, I would be stressed also. But I am alive and safe, and it was all all is well. Um, and I got home basically at curfew. So I think I did a pretty solid job. So that was what I'm stressed about. So now something I find funny, which I'm also obsessed with, so, you know, it's kind of a combination, is this app called Bitmoji, which um, I've basically gotten everyone I know to use it just through sheer willpower. Basically what it is, is you design a little cartoony thing that looks like yourself. There are like a million options for hairstyles and face shape and eye shape and hair color and whatever. And you design it. Mine actually looks pretty much like me, but some people are harder to get it to look like. Um, But I take that over for them and use my Bitmoji skills because I've had a lot of experience. And basically what it is, is you, they take your little character and they put it in a ton of, how do you describe it? It's basically like there are ones of the person doing a thumbs up with foam fingers or there's one of a person um, lying on a couch and it says, you know, worn out or one of them on a flying carpet and it says sweet dreams, things like that. But there are tons of them and they basically apply to every single situation. There are like three of them that say dude with different facial expressions. There are some, there's one where a person is laughing with a donkey. There's one where there's a person hanging out with pets. So there are basically things to fit every scenario. And I maybe bug my friends by sending so many of them, but my father recently got one. So that's how you know it's spreading out. Yesterday, I spent like 20 minutes in the junior senior lounge in the cafeteria designing them for my friends. It's pretty rocking. I gotta say, most people start out kind of anti-Bitmoji, but once you you, um, pound them with enough of them, Everyone, everyone discovers the joy. So that is my recommendation. I love this thing. It is so, so great. I've had whole conversations just in Bitmoji and it's a little dorky maybe, but um, I find it to be a blast. Great thing to use when you don't really have words. So that is my recommendation and that is it for this week. But as a side note, um, I was on my mom's podcast for the second time over Christmas. On the podcast, we discussed that I have this, um, as you know. And since then, um, a lot of people have been listening, which I hadn't really told anyone that I had it yet. So it was like, if you find it, that's cool. But like nobody knew. But now apparently people know and it's super awesome. And I am pretty hype that people are listening. So it would be super, super awesome if you would leave a review or rate it because I honestly I'm genuinely curious about people's thoughts because I this is pretty much out of the normal thing for a 16 year old to do but here I am so thank you so much for listening and listen next week because who knows what we'll all be into by then bye